Every time I see you falling, I get down on my knees and pray, praying for that final moment where you say the words that I can't say. That's deja vu. Welcome to the Usual People Podcast. My name is Anthony Herrera, one of your hosts. I'm Lala. And I'm Elisa. And today is all about... Spooky songs, Halloween songs, songs to play at Halloween parties. It's the Halloween season. We're having parties all the time. We're eating all the candy and we're listening to all the spooky ass songs there are. Yes, I feel like you started an episode like that already. Yes, our last Halloween episode. No, no, with the same words. No, uh, the last one, um, the last time I did the Bobby Boris Pickett voice, which is just the Boris Karloff voice. I was singing Misfit songs. Oh. That was, of course, a New Order song, which is called... Bizarre love triangle. Yes, Every that's what I was gonna say. See, oh wait, I'm singing it wrong. I'm <laughs> just tone deaf. Every time I see you. Whoa! Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that I'm is. really tone deaf. And we got her to sing our song. Remember? Remember when we recorded a song and then just didn't release it? <laughs> Why didn't we release Dave, what's it? The, what's the ETA on that song? It's about halfway mixed. Okay. <laughs> halfway. It's about six months later. We're halfway done. A song can't be more than 90 seconds. Oh, we, we should do this. it just in time for Christmas. It'll be our present <laughs> to the world. Yeah, just add jingle bells to our songs about our song about a little pervert boy running around town terrorizing <laughs> It'll everybody. It'll be up for the holidays. It'll be perfect for the holidays. Halloween, guys. It's here. It's upon us. It's the Halloween season. Uh, the weather of Texas today, as we record this, was nice enough to be nice and cool, so it actually feels like autumn for once. How how are we feeling about the weather? songs? Oh. Songs? I love songs. What? Every time I hear words, I think of a song. <laughs> that is true. That is one of your afflictions, is that anytime people say anything... It's you... one of my gifts. Gift, affliction, who's to say what is wrong with you? But uh, anytime anybody makes it, says any sentences, you put it to some sort of unknown musical... Yes, uh, I did it already. Yes. Uh, you said, what is wrong with you? But mm-hmm. in my head, I, I heard, what if God was <laughs> one of us? We should get you looked at. I mean, seriously, because there might be, I mean, I'm not saying there's anything like wrong, wrong with you, but I'm saying you could probably get a syndrome named after you. That reminds me. I heard a recent episode Uh where you said, I said, uh, I do dumb things, but I'm not dumb. But at the same time, you said, you're not that dumb. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't catch it when you said it, but I heard it and I was like, Anthony just said I wasn't that dumb. I don't think you should listen to our episodes. (laughs) You didn't catch it the first time, and so you're better off. That's all I'm going to say. I wasn't offended. I just laughed. Speaking of which, uh, one of your relatives just listened to an episode, and what did they have to say? They said that we're all sick in the head. Sick in the head. Yes. Yeah, that's our new promotion line. (laughs) Sick in the head, in quotes, and then line, and then Elisa's aunt. So that's I felt good after hearing that. Yeah, it was hilarious. She, yeah. I think she said she laughed a lot, but then she also felt bad for laughing at Jesus. She listened to our Easter episode, yes. which I can't even remember what we said, but it couldn't have been kind to Jesus. I mean, we talked about crucifying the bunny rabbit. That's yeah. true. Did yeah. he put a clip bunny. on? Like a like not a clip on, but like 
you put a clip of it to like to sample it to see what it was about and it was like hilarious in the two seconds that you played yeah i just pulled up a random spot of that episode and it was the part where we talked about crucifying, crucifying the, the rabbit the Easter yeah Bunny. okay well let's try not to get that dark in our halloween episode it's halloween <laughs> i think though i kind of feel easter is much darker than halloween in its well, own way yeah there's it's all about death like it's about one specific death yeah and one specific and zombie. celebrating that and, specific and sp- because yeah. I have we, no idea what you're talking about. Is it about one about person? Oh, then you're talking about Halloween. <laughs> no, and no. I was like, I don't know the story of Halloween, you guys. <laughs> they killed that boy bad, and we celebrate every year. No, we don't know what Halloween, uh, the exact origins of Halloween. It's pagan shit. It's like with everything else. It's all down to the pagans. Why did we copy so much from the pagans? Uh, you know, it was a systematic thing in order to get indigenous people to buy into monotheistic religions. So we just adopted and stole things from paganism mm-hmm. so that it was familiar to them. And then, you know, it was just a way of cultural whitewashing. Oh, like Dragnet. Yeah, but then we just killed the Indians. Yeah. Like, I guess because the pagans well, were white. Yeah, well, we're when I say, well, huh. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's just like the Indians got a raw deal. Yeah, they it did. It sucks for them. It sucks. It sucks for them. Um, but uh, now specifically scary music or Halloween music. Uh, do you guys have any like favorite? Lala, you're a music person. And I'm <laughs> sure you've made like a Halloween playlist at some point. Oh, yeah. It's uh, it's like 12 hours long. Jesus, that is a lot of songs. <laughs> like I went through a lot of ho- uh, old monster novelty songs. And I, ha- I have to say... I don't think I'm a fan of the genre. <laughs> it's um, it's all sort of like old 60s rock slash rock abilities, sometimes surf rock shit. And all they do is just plug in monster names. Yeah. These, these, these are not heartfelt ballads about monsters. These are yeah, just quick kick-ashes. Yeah, some of them feel like that. But, you know, I like uh, stuff from like Joe Meek. As a, produce, as a producer. Oh, the crazy man. The crazy man. Who yeah. I know only from last podcast on the left. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, he produced. Um, remember that mix I made for you? The instrumental mix? Yes. Oh, what's the first song on there? She's. Why would you ask her? Like, she's going to um, remember. No, I'm trying to remember. Okay. And uh, it's a Joe Make produced song. Um, so, what. Uh, oh, Elise is gone. Uh, Dave, what. Uh, <laughs> I want to get the what uh, is there any Halloween or horror songs that you enjoy? I think it's kind of generic now that I'm thinking about it. It's mm. mostly just misfit stuff. Yeah, you know, I mean. Well, I, oh yeah, I think there's the, a bunch of psycho Billy. Yeah, stuff. like more along that line. Yeah, I, mean, I think misfits are definitely. I would. They have to be the king of the monster novelty song. When we we would have to say the shining. The shining, which again. Uh, is not about The Shining, is about Poltergeist. That's my favorite thing about that song. The song is called The Shining, and they just described the plot to Poltergeist. Yes. It's like when they made it, they were all like, yeah, what was the name of the movie we were just talking about? The The Shining. Shining. And then they go, and then Michael Graves was all, exactly. Let's not double check that at all before we put this album out. And then they just made a song about Carol Ann called it The Shining. It's one of my favorite things. Also, one of my favorite things I just realized... um, is in the song Last Caress. We know the song. I got something to say. I, I killed your baby, baby today. today. My favorite thing about that is is that it starts with I got something to say, which means like how what must have led up to that is like they were in the middle of like a really boring conversation 
And, like, the other person was probably, like, describing, like, an episode of Grey's Anatomy to them or something with them. And he's all like, oh, and then Meredith, she got suspended because, and all of a sudden the guy goes, I got something to say. (laughs) (laughs) I killed your baby today. And it doesn't matter as long as it's dead. Is that how it ends, that verse? As long as it's dead? Yeah, as long as it's dead. Hold on, let me think of what I thought it said. I got something to say. I killed your baby. I thought it was, like, as long as you stay. No. Huh. I, I fuck up lyrics this all the per- time. These people aren't interested in, like, that person sticking around. You don't go, I killed your baby today, and just, like, let's talk. But if you think <laughs> like, about the lyrics that I just said, he killed the baby, and he doesn't care unless he stays. To fight him, because he killed his baby? No, like, they need to stay together, and uh, then he'll be like, oh, I feel bad, I killed your it's baby. sweet. But then if you... It is not sweet. No, there's no part of Last Caress that's sweet. Well, the way she interpreted it. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so the song was the Tornado's Telstar. Ah, that's a good song. Uh, but one of my go-tos is always the Cramps. And which, what songs from the Cramps? Uh, they do, like, I Was a Teenage Werewolf mm-hmm. and... Uh... Oh, they, no. Did they do I Was a, Teen- I was a Teenage Zombie? Yeah, from the probably. movie I Was a Teenage Zombie? I love that movie. Anyway. Is that um, guy that guy with the, the curly hair? He's kind of like curly at the top. What guy? The the one that's in that movie. <laughs> God damn it. What movie? The one you just mentioned. I was a teenage zombie? Yeah. Um, no. There's nobody like that in that movie. Oh. You don't know what I'm talking about. No. You're thinking of... I know. I, this is probably the third time this has happened. The movie you're thinking of is My Boyfriend's Back. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> it's gonna, you're going to get in trouble. trouble. Yes. That's the movie you're Sorry. thinking of. That's from 93. The movie I'm thinking of is from 87. Um, he so loses his ear. He does, because he's rotting. Does he lose his dick, too? And I just didn't know it until right now. The like movie's a, rated PG-13. I know. <laughs> There's not going to be a scene where the... But I think when body parts started falling off, they, they made like a reference. Oh, did they? That, that could be a reference. It's not a plot point. No. That he's, you know, because it's all about him falling in love with a girl. And there's not a scene where like they're about to do it and his dick falls off. Oh. That'd be cool. Maybe it's a different movie I'm thinking of. <laughs> Just it's called The Dickless Zombie? No! <laughs> My boyfriend's back and he has no dick. <laughs> Part two. Part two. <laughs> no, it's like, My boyfriend's back to colon, he's got no dick. <laughs> That's the sequel they never made. I can see why I didn't get greenlit. Yeah. That particular one. Well, that they just- didn't have me... Uh, Pitching the idea. It's a great idea. I never saw that movie. It's good. It's fine. It's a fun little cute movie that should have made more money than it did. Elisa, scary songs, creepy songs. Uh, you're not a person that likes to be afraid. No, and then I don't remember what songs other than the Monster Mash. Let's get into it, guys. Let's... Cards on the table. How do we actually feel about the Monster Mash? I like it. I like it. Do you not okay, like it? I, didn't, I thought there would be more to say. <laughs> I, uh, no, I mean, it's something that I get nostalgic for. Sure. And, it's, and, and it comes every year. Yeah. Like, and it's around. Dave, feelings about the Monster Mash? It's okay, but after I've heard it once, I'm like, oh, okay. I, I don't need to hear that for like another week. We should play it during Christmas. Hmm. There's a Christmas. Okay, so Bobby Boris Pickett, the guy who made the Monster Mash. There is a there is a Christmas Monster Mash song. What is it called? It's like called Christmas Mash or something like that. And then there's is called it Chris. The, no, it's stupid. I hate it. <laughs> exactly. Like he's just <laughs> he just kept making different versions of the Monster Mash. 
Like there's like a, a beach themed one called the Swimming Mash. Um, there's a Christmas Mash for sure. There's got to be an Easter Mash. Uh, talking about how creepy Jesus is or something. He did the Jesus smash. <laughs> it was a holy bash. I don't know. Um, so I I personally think that uh, Monster Mash is one of the greatest songs ever written. Um, I think if once humanity ends and we need to make a list of like all the most important things humanity did, Monster Mash should go on the list. Of just to get an idea of what being human was like, the aliens should be able to listen to Monster Mash. Yes. And they just You know what they shouldn't do? What? Is uncover that horrible statue Selena tribute. <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> welding that into the proceedings. What are you talking about now? Uh right there off Zarzamora and thirty five. It's a in Selena San Antonio, thing. Texas. Right? You know what I'm talking the about? Selena Tower, yeah. The yeah. Selena Tower. Mm-hmm. That's Ugly. a sight for no. It's not a sight for sore eyes. Like your eyes will just get sore. I don't know the sage. You're saying it's an eyesore. <laughs> it's an eyesore. <laughs> it sticks out like a sore thumb. Yeah, one of those. It just. You're not that dumb. <laughs> Fuck you, Anthony. <laughs> I'm just saying. I had this conversation with Lala earlier that if like this town were to get buried or you know we all die off and somebody mm-hmm. discovers it in the ground they're gonna try to make sense of it and it's just ugly and i don't want it tied to us <laughs> um how let's rate this then would you rather they find that statue or the or a confederate statue well they might get more out of a confederate statue <laughs> historically <laughs> There's more to say with that Confederate statue. Okay, it's all about hate and shit, but at least this isn't a fucked up version of Selena, is what you're saying. Well, it's, it's not it's Selena. Not Selena. What is it? It's a very abstract tower with like talons and what? Like, they didn't even just make a statue of Selena. No, they made an abstract sculpture to represent Selena. It says like "Siempre dreaming of you." But, like, you can't even read it because it's, like, curved off. Oh, my God. I thought it was just a bad statue of Selena. No, no, no. It's just a terrible... Somebody was trying to make a statement with a tribute to Selena? Yeah. God. That might be the scariest part of all of this, guys. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I guess go on, uh, go to Google and find the Selena statue. Oh, I am. That sounds like the dumbest thing ever. Um, But since this episode is about uh, monster songs, Halloween songs, novelty songs... I spent some time over this past week going through them, and uh, this episode is going to be structured a little different, guys. That's the Selena statue. <laughs> yeah, Selena Tower. Jesus Christ! It's it looks ugly, like a right? goddamn like they tried to make the Eiffel Tower into a rocket ship. What the fuck is going <laughs> on there? It looks like a hangnail in a microscope. All I'm saying is it's embarrassing. I wanted this to be a fun episode, and this is really pissing me off. So anyway, I've been listening to some of these songs, and again, I figured I found that I really didn't like a lot of these monster novelty songs. They're very annoying because this whole episode was gonna. So this episode's gonna be different. We're not gonna take a break in the middle. I'm going to play some of the better songs that I found, and then we're gonna get uh, as we go. Werewolves in London, one of them. It is not. Uh, hopefully you haven't heard of any of these. That's okay. my hope. I mean, you, Lala, probably heard at least of three of these, probably. Um, but uh, I wanted to share them. But before we did that, um, even though this isn't technically a mini-sode, so I had to write a quiz. So I wrote a quiz. And uh, this quiz is Real or Fake Monster Novelty Song. 
And what this is going to be is I'm going to describe the plot of the song, give you the title and the singer, and you have to tell me if this is a real monster novelty song or a fake one. Okay. So elaborate. It is very elaborate. Um, so the real first... or fake is how I will respond. Yes. Okay. Okay. First one. A strange man who refers to himself as the Big Bopper is creeping around and spies on a space alien and a voodoo practitioner jamming out in the forest. In the song, the purple people eater meets the witch doctor by the Big Bopper. Yes. Real. real. That is real, and it is one of the most unlistenable pieces of shit songs I have ever heard in my life. Like, the, the first part is just the regular Big Bopper just going around, I'm the Big, big Bopper, and I'm here to say. Like, like, just like the Big Bopper, who refused to sing ever, it um, seems. Elisa was like, why do you know all the words to this song? And Because Chantilly Lace yeah. came up, and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> was that the song? Yeah, it's like, Chantilly Lace. Chantilly Lace is basically a spoken song. word yeah, song. Yeah, it is. It's, <laughs> he was the Shatner of his time. Yeah. But she knew all the words. I know all the words to Chantilly Lace if it's playing too. You, you know what? Y'all just need to get in a car together and sing. <laughs> I'll drive. Was that a, were you insulting us? <laughs> you, so you're offering to drive me and Lalo around while we just sing Chantilly Lace all day? Chantilly Lace got, got a pretty face and a ponytail. You can't Hanging sing. around. I can't fucking sing this. All right. But it is terrible because the part, once the Big Bopper is done creeping around. Also, I think the Big Bopper is probably a creep in real life. I, I have mean, no basis on it. clearly a creep. Yeah. Giggle in or talk, wiggle <laughs> in or walk. Makes the world go round, round, round. No. Yeah. Um, he's a perv. So he's just skulking around a forest. He sees the purple people eater and the witch doctor, which is one of the laziest. I told comments. the witch doctor exactly. that song. That's the song we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. So basically, and that's how all these monster novelty songs are. They just grab monsters and just fit them in just just shoehorning yeah just horning bang 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 in. like who was who was crying out for the purple people eater to, to meet, meet the, the witch, witch doctor, doctor from the Alvin and the Chipmunks song but they get together and then what they do obviously is they start jamming out they make their own song and it sounds horrible it's basically like sort of like a racist caricature of a witch doctor and then an alien like talking about how rad their song is they're both really high it's really bad Next one, real or fake monster novelty song. Count Dracula fortifies his compound in Prosperity, Idaho, as the New World Order, led by the false president John Kerry, who stole the election from George W. Bush, comes to take their guns and their right to be spooky in Count Dracula's Second Amendment Rights by Bear Johnson and the Militiamen. That is fake. fake. Yeah. That was simple enough. Yeah. You said there was a vampire involved? Yeah, Count Dracula. And he's worried about guns and he, not wooden stakes. Yeah, well, he's worried about the government taking his guns. But, oh, hmm. <laughs> that makes you think, doesn't it? Yeah. Cult leader Dracula. Yeah. He's not a cult leader. He's a militiaman. I feel he, like he's on the wrong side. <laughs> you, think Dra you think Dracula's on the wrong side of history on this yeah, one? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Which side is he on? <laughs> <laughs> I think Dracula would be pro-gun. That's, that's He's pro-gun? That sounds like it. Right, I mean, he doesn't have anything to fear from them. Yeah. I know, but just, well, why would he need a gun? It's like purely like a hobby thing? Yeah, exactly. Why does anybody need a fucking gun? It is purely just a fucking hobby. Hmm. See how I'm making you think about my heart? <laughs> <laughs> oh, next one. <laughs> oh, sorry, this one's long, but this... this Real! Yeah, but it, <laughs> it just real. pissed me off so much. 
A goddamn weirdo somehow tricked a woman into being his girlfriend, and instead of taking her out to dinner or out dancing, he forces her to stay home with him and watch a shitty local horror host make puns during the commercial breaks of shitty movies like Bella Lugosi meets the Brooklyn Gorilla in Morgus the Magnificent by Morgus and the Ghouls. Wait, Real. what are we playing? <laughs> Real or fake monster novelty song? Like those are lyrics. These is this is the story oh. of the song. This is the story of a girl. <laughs> Elisa's syndrome. World. What is it? Story of the world? This is the story of a girl who cried a river and drowned the whole world. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she looks so sad in photographs. Oh, my God, you guys. We love, love her. When she, when she smiles. smiles. Do you want to get in the car right now? Yes. Um, <laughs> this is a terrible song called Morgus the Magnificent by Morgus and the Ghouls. It's The plot of it just pissed me off because it's like one of the first like instances of pandering to nerds I've ever heard. It's just because it's about a nerd who like has a girlfriend, but he's just like, my girlfriend's so cool that we don't have to go out or do anything. We just stay home and watch Morgus the Magnificent on TV all night. And I'm all like, fuck you. <laughs> Take her out, man. What if she don't want to? She wants to. This poor woman. She's already dating this piece of shit. She's obviously like, life hasn't dealt her a fair hand. And he's like, mm, I don't want to go out. I don't want to go to Chili's. I want to watch Morgus the Magnificent. No, oh, you sounded like a, a monster's character. I sounded like a nerd. <laughs> Who's the biggest monster of all these days. Next one. <laughs> uh... An unemployed mummy living in America's Rust Belt falls down the stairs and breaks his hip and through further complications and infections has to spend a month in the hospital with no insurance and when he gets out he owes 500 grand. In The Mummy Went to the Hospital, It Ain't Looking Good, Oh, How's he gonna pay his bills? Is that by fake? Or real? Oh, by Screaming Fat Patty. Um, so that's fake and it's semi <laughs> It's for you. It's semi-autobiographical. Sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mummies can't break their hips. <laughs> they can. They're made of bones. But they're wrapped with bandages. <laughs> I guess you're right. Like, what more are they going to do? Like, well, you're already wrapped up. Yeah, there's no skin. I didn't... Wait, is there skin? There is there's some skin. skin. yeah. It's mummified. Yeah. But, like, some... Some mummies have skin... But they're just bones. It's like invisible skin. It's transparent for sure because it's so thin. So are they ghosts? Are they half ghosts, half human? Sort of. They're they're like zombies. Reanimated. They're like highfalutin zombies. Yeah. I didn't. When you pointed that out, how because obviously it was sort of based on my experiences. But when I, I realized that I named the character Screaming Fat Patty, it's just like, oh, yeah, that's me. That was. Mean of me. Okay, next one. You're so mean to yourself. <laughs> yeah, but I'm meaner to other people sometimes. Uh, okay, next song. Real You're not or... that mean. God damn it. <laughs> a man finds a crate on a beach and upon opening discovers an unspeakable entity that he cannot get rid of. And his association with the unknown force leads his wife to leave him, society to shun him, and upon his death, God to deny him his grace. In The Thing by Phil Harris. Wow, that kind of sounds familiar. Like, it sounds really familiar. It mm -hmm. almost sounds like the plot of uh, that 
second segment in the second episode of Creep Show, The Finger. Ah, yes. It, it's sort of like that. Uh, actually, what the plot really sounds like is the plot to a Michigan J. Frog cartoon. Did you say oh, Ed yeah. Harris? Yeah. By Phil Harris, who... Oh. This is real, by the way. This is a real song. Phil Harris, who is the voice of Baloo from The Jungle Book, sang this song in 1950. It's called The Thing. And to me, it's one of the scariest songs ever written, but it has one of the jauntiest tunes ever. Like, it's a real jaunty song, but it's literally about a guy who finds a thing um, and everybody's so freaked out by it that everybody just shuns him. And then even when he dies and goes to heaven, God says he can't come into heaven. So he has to go to hell. Like, that's the song. And it's like one of the happiest sounding songs you'll ever hear. So to me, it's like the scariest song ever written. Um, okay, next one. Real or fake monster novelty song? <clears throat> a tearful Frankenstein reads the suicide note left by professional skateboarder Tony Hawk, <laughs> assuring him they will be friends in the next life. In It's Not Your Fault, Frankenstein by Tony and the Hawks. <laughs> okay. Frankenstein or Frankenstein's monster? God. Oh, I'm gonna throw a glass right at your fucking head. Holy shit, that made me angrier than it should have. I hate when people do that too. <laughs> so, what's the answer to that question? What do you think? Real or fake? Um, I wish, I it, wish was it was real. <laughs> like, we could I, make I, it and real. And performed by Tony Hawk too, like on an acoustic guitar. <laughs> It's not your fault, Frankenstein. Anyway, um, <laughs> next one. Real or fake novelty? It's the Monster Mash, but about climate change. Climate Mash by Bobby Boris Pickett. <laughs> fake. It's real. It is real. Oh, it's, shit. It's a real song that Bobby Boris Pickett released in 2005. I cannot He's find He's still it. alive? He died in 20, 2007. Uh, but it's a real song he made. I can't find it anywhere, though. Like, it's on record as a song he made called Climate Mash, which I actually want to find out, like, how do you work climate change into the Monster Mash? Are all the monsters just bummed out because all life's about to die and they have nobody to kill anymore? All the monsters are, like, politicians? (laughs) Ooh. That's satire. Is it? Yes. Um, So that exists. And uh, the last one, real or fake... Monster novelty song. A young Latina woman has become smitten with a new tenant in her apartment building, but doesn't know what she finds most appealing about her new neighbor. Is it her bloody axe, the sack full of human heads, or the fact that she looks and sounds exactly like a donkey? La Dama del Burro in El Apartamento 512 by Selena. I wish that was real. <laughs> I really, really wish that was real. It's Chico del Apartamento 512. <laughs> Wouldn't that have been cool if, like, one of the things Selena had accomplished before she died was an album of monster novelty songs? Yes. About, like, the donkey lady, about Lachusa. That would have been the best thing ever. Too bad she got shot. (laughs) That is too bad. And it's too bad that she has one of the worst tributes to her in sculpture form ever made. Did you see it? It was awful. It looked like I the sun know, melted I it. I passed by that thing before and I did not know it was a tribute to Selena. Yeah. I, I didn't know either until I read Dreaming of You and I had to like go all the way around it to read it, <laughs> oh, which God. is terrible. All right. So now what we're going to do is I've made a sort of playlist of songs, uh, monster novelty songs. Uh, well, not monster novelty slash just Halloween theme songs. I'm gonna We're going to give them a listen and you're going to tell me what you think of them. Okay. Okay. 
So this first one we're going to listen to is The Headless Ghosts by The Nightmares. I'm doing this. Oh, I like it. It's like there's chickens running without heads. What? I don't know. The ghost is looking for skin? Much like a mummy? (laughs) No. He's a headless ghost. He doesn't have a TV show? Are you keep associating with chickens because he keeps saying headless? I I thought chickens before I heard headless. Oh. I think I... Are you thinking the ghost of Mr. Chicken? I don't know what that is. Oh, really? This song reminds me of Dan Aykroyd. It keeps going like that, so I'll stop it right now. Why does it remind you of Dan Aykroyd? I think The Great Outdoors. Did he play a saxophone? John Candy played the saxophone in The Great Outdoors, but yes, that is like a song they play in The Great Outdoors. John Outdo- Candy played it. Yes. At the at very end? When uh, they yeah, the, when they're like... they're the like mashed potato? Yeah, something that? like that. And he's playing like... He's pretending... Oh, I thought it was Dan Aykroyd. I was annoyed. You found it an annoying song? Yeah. It is not something you would want to put on your rotation as far as a Halloween mix goes. No. See, because that's what is... Well, this is more of a doo-wop. This song had more of a doo-wop influence than a lot of them. Uh, But yeah, like, that was sort of the problem is, like, they're not great, these novelty songs. That's why there's only one more novelty song. I'm going to play it next. But yeah, um, I'm just not... It's not my music. It's not music I'm into. So it's hard to find it fun. I mean, I might put it on there for fun if I'm like putting it out there for people to listen to. Mm-hmm. But I personally wouldn't want to. Would hear. never look. Well, I think that, but isn't that the case with like most Halloween mixes? Like you're speaking them for like a very specific reason. You're not like playing them for like your pleasure. Like it's to keep a mood or the party going. Oh no no no! My Halloween mix is totally for me to listen into my office <laughs> all through October. You've got a very selfish Halloween mix. This is yeah. not for other people. My Christmas mix is the same thing too. Oh, it's for wow. me to listen to. Oh wow! Who mixes songs to not listen to? No, what I'm saying is like, but you make them for like, I for as far as mixes go, like I think they're usually for parties or stuff like that. Yeah, like I made another mix for a party. Oh, so you got a party mix. Yeah, I do have a Halloween party mix. But it's not 12 hours like your personal Halloween mix? No. (laughs) What is it, like 10 minutes and you're like, get the fuck out of my house, party's over. And, you know, it it has a lot more variety in it, probably. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, I made my brother really happy because I put a Rihanna song on there. And then there was, like, a ministry song followed right after it. Okay. You know, his boyfriend was happy. Why did you raise your hand? Because she asked about who makes lists just for, like, themselves and not really for... Anybody else? Oh, you do that too? My whole winter jazz playlist. We've been through this. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want, want you to bring up your winter jazz playlist right <laughs> transitioning now. transitioning right now. It's fall. <laughs> it's transitioning right now. I don't think I've ever made a playlist. Honestly, I haven't either. I just go on YouTube and I just type in a song and go, I'm listening to this now. Yeah, I'll just listen to music already pre I made a playlist for all of us. Uh-huh. Not Dave. I'm sorry, Dave. Uh, but <laughs> well, he's got his own jazz playlist <laughs> yeah. there. No, but it was a 1983 uh, Tops playlist. 
playlist that I never gave anybody. Oh, well, and I made not, it for he y'all. wasn't born in 83 like we were. Yeah, that's why I okay. made it for y'all and Jackie. Oh, by the but. way, we're four friends in our mid-30s. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're now in the late upper 30s. 30s. Like no, we're so now. mid. Yeah. Uh, Dave, we're what did mid. you think of that song? It sounded like the Benny Hill show or whatever. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very Benny Hill. Got in my head. Sure. I don't like it. Right. Did they play that song in uh, Stand By Me? Yakety Sax? Don't talk back. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, Yakety Yak, they did. Yakety Sax is the Benny Hill theme. Where people are running fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Benny Hill. All right. Um, now, but did they play it in Stand By Me? No. They played Yakety Yak, not Yakety Sax. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes. Now, <laughs> this next one is called You Can Get Him Frankenstein by the Castle Kings. Fun note, this was co-written by Phil Spector. <laughs> that asshole. Was he the artist? No. Director? Don't be afraid to dance. I feel like they sampled the music. Yeah, like, uh, it sounds like a terrible demo. They should have remastered this shit. Well, part of the issue, I don't even know if this is going to be in because the song's still playing. But part of the issue is that these are, like, from, like, rare vinyl records. Oh, like, there's okay. no, like, this isn't a song that people have updated or bothered to remaster. Okay. I just imagine that the guy who sang this, who sang it? Uh, it's a band. This was by a band called the Castle Kings. And they made it really big? No. Okay, good. Because then it goes <laughs> with my story. Um... I imagine, like, you know, they make this song, they try to make it big, but they couldn't. But, like, now they're, like, old. Or not now, but later on in their lives are old, and they still have their record, and they play for the grandchildren, and the grandchildren hate listening to it. (laughs) But it's, like, it makes Grandpa so happy. That's such a dark, like, they just made a harmless novelty song. Why do you wish them so much ill will? I don't know. Literal hatred by their own offspring. He's happy. And the, the grandchildren are miserable, but they're pretending to be happy for their grandfather. That's all. <laughs> That's the That's, backstory. That's the front story. <laughs> Takes place after the song was written and performed. Like, Wait. There's such thing called a front story? No, I don't think oh. so. But it happens after the events of what we just listened to. Um, I should um, point out the uh, plot of this song because I don't think we really understood it because we were talking over it. The plot of this song is there's a guy, he's got a girlfriend, and the girlfriend constantly gets kidnapped by monsters. She's getting kidnapped by Dracula, she's getting kidnapped by the Wolfman, and this dude, he's just a regular guy, and he can't fight these dudes. He's too weak. Can't fight. He can't, like, say, hey, Wolfman, get your damn hands off her. Kill him. But luckily, this dude is friends with Frankenstein's monster, Lala. And. <laughs> and so he calls his buddy Frankenstein, and with the refer- the re- reference to you can get him Frankenstein is you can go kick the Wolfman and Dracula's ass and get my girl back. So Frankenstein is a slave. No, he's his friend. No. Yeah, no, he's like he just calls him up and they're buddies. Like they make it quite clear in the song that Frankenstein's oh. just his buddy. 
You think they get together for beers? Yeah, they definitely get together for beers. They're like, he was probably, he was like going to be the best man at the wedding. But there's a turn in the tale. After Frankenstein has rescued the girlfriend so much. Oh, they end up dating? The girl starts dating Frankenstein instead. Because why would she want to be with that pussy when she can be with a real man who's made up of several men? That's when the song or that movie was Bill Spector co-wrote this song. <laughs> Who's well, Bill Spector? He's the, he's the famous murderer guy that wears the wig. He was a uh, famous music producer. He made, he produced a bunch of his, he was known for the Wall of Sound, which is like all the songs like Baby I Love You and um, the songs <laughs> oh, by the Ronettes. Yeah, the, yeah, those people. He brought a he new. He hit me and it felt like a kiss. <laughs> he did write that song. <laughs> he brought a new level of, what I like about it is that he brought a new level of paranoia to associating with monsters. Like, not just that like the monsters are going to kill you or kidnap your girlfriend, but that. Your girlfriend's going to fall in love with one and leave you. Like, that's what level of paranoia he brought to the table of this song the about humiliation Frankenstein. humiliation. The, the humiliation. He got cucked by Frankenstein. Yeah. And he was just like... He got what? Cucked. It's when... Um, uh, Cuckled. Yeah. Well, the, oh. the, 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 it's, it, the, the reference comes from the sex act of watching another man sleep with your wife. Mm-hmm. And this was on... How is that word used now? Like that, cucked. Yeah. The original firm is cuckold when, you know, somebody's cheating on you. Um, oh. uh, but now they call it... And so... Do they use that word with white supremacists? White supremacists do use that word a lot. Uh, the alt-right use it a lot to describe weak beta males as cucks. <laughs> so, let's, that's... Let's move on. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for being such a good producer there, Elisa. Um, okay. Um, all right. Elvira. When I say the word Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, what's the first thing that comes to your head? Corsets. Sexy lady. Dave? That rack. <laughs> That's right. Rap music. Um, so... <laughs> this is a song Elvira released in the 90s called Monster Rap. We're going to have to listen to a lot of this one. Okay. Were you playing off what David said? No. <laughs> okay, so I don't know how much of that song we left in because we're probably going to edit most of that out. But... Uh, obviously, well, what are our thoughts of Alvira's monster rap? She did, She's just naming things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she did a good job. That, that's kind of what I like about this. Okay, so in the middle of monster rap, guys, by the way, you can go to the YouTube and find all of these songs. Just put them Elvira monster rap. You can listen to this. Uh, so, we can also, well... We, we can make a playlist. We can make a playlist. Uh, so there. basically, in the middle of this song... Elvira basically starts doing a takeoff of Madonna's Vogue and just names a bunch of monsters. And what's great about that was, to me, it sounded like they were making fun of the idea of monster novelty songs by just putting in every single monster they could. Just like, it's like Boris Carla. I didn't recognize or I don't know what the reference is. Is the Illuminati reference. What'd they say? She said something about the power of mo- the triangle and the power of money. Oh, the mummy with the pyramid power. 
Oh, the mummy with the pyramid power. Yeah. Oh, I thought she said money, and I was like, No, what? mummy. That's what that was. <laughs> but I mean, it can be money because there's a pyramid with powerful stuff going on on that. I can say, like, the lyrics of this song are working on a lot of levels. <laughs> um, the, um, so, so, and my favorite part was, Elisa, you thought there, there was a possibility <laughs> that this song somehow came out before Madonna's Vogue. No, I was just And that either sure. one... They didn't catch it, and they totally came up with the same song structure as each other. Or two, Madonna ripped Elvira off. It's possible. <laughs> People get sued all the time. Um, now, Dave, we already know you think Elvira's got a great rack. Um, oh, what, so you did hear it. Yes, I heard him, what he said. <laughs> and I have to deal with it now. I have to deal with Dave, what Dave said. I can't just ignore it. Yep, Okay. That's true. I thought you were. I thought you made a good playoff words. No. Um, what did you think of the song? I didn't like it. No, it's not great. No, yeah. it's like a it's, cheap, whatever that's what it grab is. Like, of whatever was going on at the time. Yeah, exactly. It's just a cheap cash grab, and that's fine because I I think you should be able to rip off nerds all you want. You know what would have been better if what? she was like, "Come on, ghost." Let your body move to the music. <laughs> Come on, ghosts. Let your spirit groove to the music. That <gasps> groove to the booze. The booze. Like the booze. God damn it. All right. So those are the most specifically monster novelty songs I have. Now I'm going to move into Life some is songs. A mystery. That I like. <laughs> songs that I think are just good songs. Um, and some of these might be on your playlist already. Here's the Hitman with Bates Motel. Like the movie? Yeah, like, like Psycho? the Psycho? Like Psycho. I'm going to assume this is already on your playlist, Lala, right? Yeah. Okay. That was the Hitman with Bates Motel. What'd you think of that song, Elisa? I had to pee so bad. <laughs> like, before you started playing music, I was like, I have to pee, I have to pee. And I kept telling Lala, like, with whispered, without whispers. Without whispers. Without, did you ever hear without, me not saying it? Without no, I, whispers. I heard you every the time. The Elisa story. I, did you not hear me? I was like, I have to pee. <laughs> I like it because it was like how the DJs used to do it. They put on a song and they leave and go pee. Well, I didn't know we weren't going to break. That's something that should be said before we start recording. He did say it. Yeah, I did say it while we were recording. I, yeah. I thought you could hold it for 30 minutes. Guess not. Dave, what do you think of that song? It was not bad. Like, I liked it. It was a good pace. Kind of mm -hmm. catchy. Yeah, it's it got fun. a new wave sound. I'm a big new wave guy. I love electronic music. I love new wave music. So that song spoke to me very well. Lala, you've already said that this is on your playlist. What do you think of the Hitmen's uh, Bates Motel? I like it. You yeah. would, you would say this is a good addition like to any Halloween mix. Yeah. yeah. So like let's well let's keep let's keep this up. The first three we said, would you put any of those on your Halloween mix? Just to fuck with people, Just but not my personal one. Okay. Which one? Elvira's uh, monster. The Elvira rap? one. Yeah. And uh, the uh, the ghosts. Just, one, the headless ghost. Just one. to piss people off is what you would put those yeah, on. Put yeah, Elvira on them. at the end of the party. That way people go. Home. Just to make them leave and <laughs> put it on Last the call, loop. guys. I gotta go. All right. So this next one, this is my favorite of the ones I found. See, I couldn't uh, leave during your favorite. That <laughs> that I just uh, discovered. Uh, this is uh, 
future Bible heroes. God damn it. We're so excited. Mute it. Mute. I'm going to skip it. This is future Bible heroes with I'm a vampire. Oh, like in Juno? I guess. This is a me song. Yeah. This is who I thought of you when I heard this song. I think, I think Lala's going to really like this song. Have you yeah, heard, it heard it before? Oh. Oh. All right. That was uh, Future Bible Heroes with I'm a Vampire. What do we all think of that song, guys? I really liked it. I really liked it. That's yeah. a, I really like that song. It's from 2002. Um, and I just discovered it. I went to uh, a blog... Um, called uh, the name of the blog is it, no the name of the blog post is music to die for but it's after a guy it's by a guy who did a blog called terror from beyond the dave and he basically did has done like six blog posts about halloween monster music so if you go to that blog terror from beyond the dave look up halloween novelty songs he's got a list of all the records that have ever been released and that's how i discovered this song and i'm glad i did because most of it's trash but this, this is the best song I discovered while going through that list. And I'm glad I did because it was worth it. That's a really fun, good song. Yes. I've listened to it probably 20 times. And since you were inspired days, by and it. And I was inspired and by it. And that's how you know music is good. Exactly. Um, so are you going to add that to your Halloween list, Lola? Just did. Awesome. Good. <laughs> You're going to put that on your Halloween oh, list, Oh, yeah. That yeah. makes a cut. That's I a like. really good song. Ask me. <laughs> you don't make lists. But I can. If I did, I would re- try to remember to include it. <laughs> but then forget <laughs> Good. Okay. So. I probably have to ask Lola or Dave, hey, can you make me a playlist and put this song on it? I already inspired to make a playlist. All right. So this next one is a song I knew before this, and I've listened to this song for years. Um, I love this song, but let's give this one a little whirl. Wait. Is... Oh, this is not the song. It's in Spanish. It is in Spanish. Who is it? Oh, yeah. Uh, I forgot to say that. It's Alaska y Dinorama. Mi novio es un zombie. Oh, my boyfriend's a zombie. <laughs> yes. I learned novio from La Rosa de Guadalupe. Yes. It's, it's the... mi novio. It's mi novio. I'm going to read the lyrics in English so you have an idea what the song's, what's going on here. Something about a small boy. So it starts with, his teeth aren't white, he's only got three. His skin is clear and green at the same time. His yellow eyes make me go crazy. There's something about that guy and I don't know what it is. We are inseparable and I see very likely to take him down the aisle. Always dressed in right and it suits him very well. It was, I put this through a Spanish to English translator. <laughs> Uh, we are inseparable. He knows my parents. He's happy. I'm happy. My boyfriend's a zombie. He's a living dead man. He came back from the other world to be with me. My life already makes sense. I regained lost love intact but rotten. This is a really sad song. Hope not. Yes, it is. I feel terrible for her. <laughs> so I found Let's get to the... Like, she can't find love, so me she no takes in a zombie. I don't even think the zombie wants her. 
The zombie hates her. Alright, so we've already got some controversy. I'm ending that song. I didn't tell you what it was beforehand, but that song was Alaska e Dinorama with Mi Novio Es Un Zombie. Um, for our non-Spanish speaking uh, listeners, what does that mean, Elisa? Uh, my boyfriend is a Spanish zombie. <laughs> he doesn't have to be Spanish. Oh. But I guess it would help. Yeah. Um, they are a band from Spain. What I like about this band... Um, well, specifically this song is, it's like the perfect mix of Aqua and the Misfits, <laughs> um, which is so my shit, I can't believe it. Um, but what did you think of the song, Lisa? You had problems with the story of the song. I did. What was what was your problem? Oh, she can't find like love with real people, so she took in this zombie and like forced this zombie to be her boyfriend. They don't say that he forced her forced the zombie to be her boyfriend. But she's talking about him like, I just, I don't know why I love him. And I love him so much. But she also tells talks about how his uh, rotting teeth, and which he only has three, and his yellow <laughs> eyes drive her crazy. Um, yeah, he, she's he, trying to find something in him so that she can she, love him. No, she's sexually attracted to a yes, rotting corpse. But he's not. She's Tina Belcher. <laughs> yeah, she's Tina Belcher. That's the perfect way to look at this. You keep saying it was a sad song. I think it's a happy song because in it, they said that her her parents are totally fine with her having sex with a zombie. Well, because they just want her to be with somebody. <laughs> well, yeah, the Spanish community, a woman without a man is a sad thing. <laughs> this is a happy song, you guys. This isn't sad. It's not I mean, about the patriarchy of Spain. Happy, but if you look at the front story, <laughs> is she happy? I don't know. <laughs> All right. You, you've got me. I don't know if she is happy. She sounds happy to me. And that's how I'm going to continue to listen to this. Dave, what did you think of this very happy song? I liked it. And then now I'm kind of bummed out by it. God damn it. <laughs> I can't help uh, how I interpret things. I guess I can. but It's the one thing you have control of. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I love that song. I'm going to listen to it every Halloween. Well, let's say, does it go on your I playlist? It. Does yeah. it not go on your playlist? It'll go on my playlist. Okay. Well, you have like a, tw- I imagine there is a lot of shit on your playlist if it's 12 hours. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, we, I did not include Monster Mash, but when I say the words Bobby Boris Pickett, what is the first thing that comes to your head? I always think of that other one, the Transylvania, and it has a bunch of science words. Melissa? I think of a scarecrow with mm-hmm. uh, blue jean o- overalls and mm-hmm. a flannel shirt like scarecrows wear. Dave? I mostly just think of you singing Bobby Boris. <laughs> That's right, rap music. And we have <laughs> Bobby Boris Pickett <laughs> with Monster Rap. God! Forever. You Damn showed it. me this song. Is it Billy Jean and Frankenstein are having a time? Yeah? No. Yes, it is. You're, I'm going to play that song next because oh. I know what you're talking about. Oh, you can't even hear this shit. This is the one we have to cut out because this is the one that most likely people will come after us for copyright reasons. Okay, I'm going to stop that because it's not a very good song. That was Monster Rap by Bobby Boris Pickett. Um, that's that's bad, right, guys? Yes. That is not good. 
Um, but I hope he made some money off of it because that's obviously why he did it. Um, why? What do you think it is about horror hosts and these horror people that they feel the need to rap? Because we have Elvira's monster rap. We have uh, monster rap from this. Well, when did that come out? This was like 83, 85. It, it was just a sign of the times. It was an influence of the times. Like, okay. uh, that was like when hip-hop was first starting to come into the mainstream. Sure. And then by the 90s, it was so in the mainstream, people felt like they had to do it. They had to do it. <laughs> they had to. Yeah. They so. were... Uh, it wasn't just snow out there making white rap. It was horror movie hosts and monster novelty songwriters. Now, Lisa, you were confused because you thought this was another song, and luckily I have... I wasn't going to play the song because... One, it's seven minutes long, and two, you can't understand what they're saying except for the key phrase Dracula. Dracula. And Frankenstein what did will I say? Always be friends. Billy Jean. Billy Jean and Dracula <laughs> will always be friends. But now here is Layla monster rapping, uh, most famously played on last podcast on the left with their Biggie and Tupac episodes because Dr. Dre was one of the producers on this song. Alright, that was Layla with Monster Rapping. I actually figured out what the plot of this uh, this song was the second time we listened to it. It's basically the plot of um, the Big Bopper song, The Purple People Eater Meets the Witch Doctor. But he made the wise decision to not use two monsters we don't give a shit about. And instead has Dracula and Frankenstein getting together to make a hit rap record. And I would listen to that. I think it would be bad. But I would listen to Dracula and Frankenstein releasing a record. Uh, from what I played to that, uh, let's just say, would we add that to any of our playlists? No. no. Yeah, it's not good. It's just, it's kind of a, it's kind of mushy. Like, you just can't understand what's going on. It's more just for the novelty of it. Uh, I don't like that. And to round off uh, the uh, evening of music, this is perhaps my favorite monster novelty song of all time. Here we go. God... It's not the Rooms to Go Columbus Day Sale. Here we go. <laughs> Wipeout! some random kid singing the Casper song? No. Is this Daniel Johnston? It's Daniel Johnston. Who's Daniel Johnston? He's that guy that recently died. He's like this famous underground UT singer, songwriter. Oh, the one with the frog? Yeah, people reference him all the time. Hi, how are you? Yeah. He was alive, you can't buy no respect. Like the librarian said, everybody respects the dead. They love the friendly ghost. I love this song so much. Sounds like he's playing a bucket. He might be. Yeah, that was, he uses, like, found sounds. That was, of course, Daniel Johnston, the late R.I.P. Daniel Johnston with Casper, the friendly ghost. 
I mistakenly believed that more people here would know this song than they did. I never heard it. You I never, know I know Daniel Johnston, I never heard that song. I was expecting to get like a big pop out of that because we all knew, because we all went to UT Austin yeah. in the early 2000s. I honestly didn't know who he was until he died. That makes me sad. Well, I'm but, sorry. <laughs> but it's fine because death is scary and that's what the Halloween season is. Um, from what you heard, uh, would you add Daniel Johnston's song to your Halloween playlist? For the personal one, yes. For the party one, no. Okay, <laughs> you wouldn't put that on as a party? Not even to clear out the room? Uh, let Elvira do that. <laughs> let Elvira do that to Elvira. <laughs> uh, Lala, would you add Casper the Friendly Ghost by Daniel Johnston to your uh, playlist? Yeah. Cool. Elisa? Uh, I don't make playlists. I don't know. <laughs> you know. Why oh, would I would add it to both because I just think it would be funny if it came up because, you know... People always have issues with indie uh, mm-hmm. rock or indie pop coming up. Like, yeah. They're like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? Yeah. Turn this off. Yeah, they're always like that about it. And yeah. I'm like, well, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. You know what you do with that? You put it on a party playlist multiple times. That way they get upset when they first hear it. The second time they're like, again. And then like the third, fourth, fifth time. They're freaking drinking and enjoying the song and everybody's singing it. And they're all just there. Casper, the friendly ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, (laughs) Lala, where can people reach us? Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at usualpeoplepod, or you can email us at usual.people.podcast at gmail.com. And for one more time, as I said, we're going to include a playlist on this, but uh, for anybody who, uh, from what you heard, like any of the songs listed, uh, they were the Nightmares with the Headless Ghosts, uh, the Castle Kings with You Can Get Him Frankenstein, Elvira with Monster Rap, the Hitmen with Bates Hotel, I'm a Vampire by Future Bible Heroes. Mi Novio Es Un Zombie by Alaska Edinarama. Layla with Monster Rapping. Monster Rap by Bobby Boris Pickett. And of course, Casper the Friendly Ghost with Daniel Johnston. I hope you can add some of these songs to your Halloween playlist and have some fun. Uh, for right now, uh, that's all for me. Good night, goodbye, and happy Halloween, guys. Happy Halloween! Woo!